This is Sarah Seven, and you are listening to Tornado Radio. But we're all safe and warm in the eye of the Central Texas music storm. Well, dear listeners, I have another true confession for y'all. I am kind of a reverse snowbird. In the same way that people have been known to flee the brutal winters of Iowa, Minnesota, the Dakotas, Wisconsin, I have been known to escape Texas summers by going up to Iowa, Minnesota, and the Dakotas. And I have even gazed longingly across the Mississippi into Wisconsin. And I also cross into Illinois. And every time I make such a trip, I will check out some of the music. As I said in a post from a little over a year ago, that post is titled, What Is and What Is Not, I said, any music that is of interest is pretty much fair game. And to Tornado Radio, any music that is homegrown and, well, not cookie-cutter formulaic is of interest. So with that, here is an Eastern Iowa band. They're based out of West Branch. Yeah, that's Herbert Hoover's old stomping grounds. They're called Big Begonias. Alright, it is a beautiful late morning up here in eastern Iowa, where it is not swelteringly hot. And I am sitting with two members of the band Big Begonias, named... Gabrielle Corey. George Spielbauer. Okay, so... Y'all care to tell us a little bit about how this band got started? While the cat walks through the <laughs> through the interview, we got a cat who should be in the band. Yeah, what's yeah. the cat's name? Mr. Cat. Mr. Cat. Mr. Cat wants to join this interview. You have, you have anything to say there, Mr. Cat? No. Just looking at us. He's usually you know. pretty vocal. Yeah, but. just looking at us, you know, wisely. Okay. Yeah. So, how did this band uh, get started? Well. um... Abby, well, Gabrielle. Abby, a.k.a. Abby. Yeah. And um, her friend, Kate Rowe. Kate Rowe plays cello. Okay. And she's in a band called the Awful Purdies, local Iowa City band that's been around a long time. All right. Abby was actually one of the founding members of the band. But they were just getting together, playing tunes. Okay, just jamming. Okay, so you've been in bands before. Yes. Yep. I was in a band with Kate Rowe, like you said, the Awful Purdy's a long time ago. I hadn't been in a band really since. I moved away, and that's why I left that band. But I've just been performing solo a little bit here and there over the years, sometimes opening for the Awful Purdy's and writing lots of music, and then reconnected with Kate. Yeah, jamming, playing cello, kind of just doing a little bit of small shows, open mics and stuff. And I guess one night George just kind of started drumming with us. I think that's how. Yeah, on the suitcase drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things need to be seen. It's it's a shame that we're just audio right now because the suitcase drums are a great thing. Describe the suitcase drums. Uh, They well, I just take like a an old Samsonite, or not necessarily Samsonite, but the old hard suitcases a big boomy yeah suitcase and use it as a bass drum use a bass drum pedal in in the suitcase that's pretty commonly done a lot of people use those old suitcases as a a drum Uh, but my suitcase drum kits everything i get use like little snare and i strip down a hi-hat 
and use like a bike chain so it makes it really compact. You can fold it up. I use splash symbols for the hi-hats. And every, everything mounts to the suitcase and everything fits inside one case. Yeah, so it's so, portable. Yeah, it's and you, you're not carrying extra. Yeah, so it's just one case, little drum set. It's great for parties and whatever. Yeah, I've and used for it for gigs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can put a microphone. Sound yeah. guys always are. are they're always. They're always like, I've never mic'd up a, a suitcase before. <laughs> <laughs> they, always, <laughs> they always get you know, kind of come up with some trick way to do it, but it's just it works. I mean, I just put a bass drum mic in front of it and call yeah. it good. But yeah, you write most of the songs for Big Begonias. Were you writing songs with Awful Pretties, or how did that? Yeah. Yeah, I was. I think that's why I got asked to be in the Awful Purdies. I don't think it was because of my instrumental skills at the time. But yes, I uh, had written songs for a while. I started writing songs when I was, I don't know, a teenager, late teenager. It really kicked in after I had my daughter. And yeah, got a guitar when I was probably 20. And just kind of started to teach myself Okay, yeah. Really yeah. no formal training there, but uh, I think when I was about 19, I was going through Colorado, and I ended up, fortunately, going to a couple of bluegrass music shows, and it was really inspiring to me. It, okay, I had yeah. listened to country music when I was younger, uh, as a, in like junior high. Uh, country music was popular in the early 90s. It was fairly mainstream. Yeah. And then I got more into rock in high school, but then I just kind of had this epiphany when I was going through Colorado that... I don't know, I just really connected with some of that old-time music and that sound and that vibe. And yeah. it just really inspired me. And that's where I wrote my first song. Okay. Uh, my first yeah. real song, Honky Tonk Singer. And that kind of, I don't know, it cemented like a style or some feeling that I was going for. Okay. So of the songs that you've written, do you have any favorites? Like over the years and then with this band? Um, Honky Tonk Singer is, is one of my favorites. It's, it is a good one, yeah. Really catchy it's funny people like it um i do think that one of their recent recordings rose bowl graveyard i think that's probably a song that i'm maybe most proud of okay favorites is tough yeah um, on what yeah how do you judge that yeah, yeah most fun to play most successful with the audience how do you categorize that uh as far as a composition goes like what the words are and yeah the so what the music is yeah it's a favorite it's definitely a favorite yeah I'm, Rose I'm proud of it i like that one too yeah we recently recorded that one too okay with uh pat stolly yeah. in davenport super fun experience yeah yeah Sweet Valley High poisoned the bookstore And now we listen out the back door To stadium anthems about your boyfriend And your boredom but I like to think of you as a carpenter In your rose bowl graveyard where you dig Structures so unsound, there's no room to walk around. We just say, Wow, just take a stone's throw from love owner, flipping channels and screams. Hey, stone's throw from love owner between the brown and the green, sky blue. All our cares are burned 
watch town on a Saturday night Looks like a bumblebee drowning in a bud light And the New Year's Day parade blocked the only road that you felt safe on And I like to yell out at the dark Write a thousand tweets with no remarks you through a million eyes as you try and try to scream Just stay, don't throw from love on earth Flipping the channels and screams Hey, don't throw from love on earth Between the brown and the green go for it. I was yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, damn, I don't even need to bring anything. I'm just yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, and it's funny you mentioned with the Quad Cities because a while back I interviewed uh, an Austin singer-songwriter and they, they tour up in Iowa. Yeah, the Quad Cities is definitely one of the places that they hit. You've got two states. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can pretty much get to a lot of it's, places. It's right on the Mississippi River. Exactly. Too, so it's just, it's, it's got a nice old Good river point. vibe to it. Yeah, yeah. We really, in general, our EP was recorded in our living room. Yeah. Awesome. And we really haven't been in a big toot to get to the studio because we've just still kind of been developing our style, our sound, and 
been a little bit like really wanting to get what we were doing kind of just right before we went and did that and yeah well and, and the sound i mean you guys work well together because i mean you're basically the singer songwriter lyricist and i can totally relate to what you say and a lot of songwriters that i've interviewed they're like just glad to have a band of instrumentalists around them because it's like let me just play my little chords sing my words and have yeah. instrumentalists around you whereas george you've been in a lot of bands and you play a number of things yeah, mostly guitar with this project. Like I said, I started out playing drums, but then started playing guitar and started learning Abby's songs. You started drums in this band, but you started as playing guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. That was, was your first instrument, or one of them. Yeah, when I was probably, I don't know, 12, 13. Yeah, so you've been playing, playing a minute. Yeah. And full disclosure, may or may not edit this out. George is my brother and that's why I'm up in Iowa visiting family and um, checking out some of the bands here. Yeah, so you're playing lead guitar, you're playing rhythm guitar yeah. or sometimes banjo. Yes. And then you got another drummer and a cello player at this point in this band? Yeah, so the yeah. Kate, she was the, the yeah. ch- playing cello, she started playing bass guitar, so she'll switch back and forth and then and then we added um, a drummer, Dan Miller. Yeah, and so you guys are kind of... Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan, that's nice. So you guys are like kind of experimenting with the sound and with... You have a variety of instruments you can work with. It's a fairly simple setup, but I feel like we fill up some sound. Cello adds a nice element to it, too. Well, it's a different sound, but it also has a huge range. Yeah, Yeah. it's cool. So it it is versatile. So what inspires you all? You in terms of writing lyrics, Abby and George, you as far as musicality. And how do you guys work together? Is it a co-write or you bring a song in the band? Mostly Abby will come up with a song and, and then we kind of just develop our parts. I mean, Abby and I will work a lot together trying to shape the song. To, yeah. To, we'll, uh, we'll structure it together. Usually, it seems lately, these last, I don't know, half dozen songs I've written that we've worked out more. I mean, we've done this with all the old ones. We've actually given them more of a form and a structure than they had before. Um, but with the new with, ones... Yeah, okay. With George being yeah more the instrumentalist, like, okay, how to build this, the framework of the house? Yeah, yeah, and just also his input as a, you know, just what he thinks sounds good and likes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make I, it flow into, you know, like you want to have, you know, where it starts and stops, you know, and everything yeah. in between, you know, so yeah. it's consistent and... And uh, and how much of an know. intro, and how many verses should we do before a break? And yeah. okay, yeah. What do we want to do on the break? Do we want to do a verse chorus or just, yeah. just all those verse? things? Just these yeah. little things. He helps a lot with that. I don't yeah. decide that stuff really anymore on a on a song I'm working on without his input. Um, I uh, have yeah. found that um, we're getting better at that part like also kicking around ideas and coming up with more creative things for an arrangement we're getting better at that um we have also taken songs that george has written he writes a lot of riffs okay it's a lot of really um contagious catchy great guitar riffs and hooks that like you you're like oh that that's a song like i can hear that that's the start of song yeah um we've shaped and taken a one or two of those and turn them into full songs now. Yeah. Like and there's the probably... The song we recorded recently with Pat was Cheetah. Yep. And that's a song that was like a riff that I've been working on and and just jamming on. Yeah. And Abby plays the banjo on that and then Abby came up with with words for it. Yeah. 
on the landing, cheetahs sleeping on the highway. Cables are burning, we won't be returning back lively. The trees are keeping their leaves, they see we do as we please, that's the climate. Can we just dance tonight away? certain instrumental idea something about it gives you an idea or a picture that you wouldn't have thought of because lyric ideas and melody ideas come from wherever they come from but if you hear somebody playing something mm-hmm. yes it just prompts you to write so is that yes. kind of yeah like that song the chorus says you know let's just dance the night away can we just dance the night away and it's Partly because the song, it's got these two really distinct parts and it's kind of cool and it kind of inspired me to write something about the extreme, like, place we're all in with the world being the way that it is. Like, (laughs) what if the world's ending? Like, let's just dance away the night. The music really inspired that thought because it's got this intensity, but then it's got this great breakdown that's just like, you just kind of want to dance and let it go so yes the music totally inspired 
the yeah. thought around like where what's the story inside of this most yeah, definitely I had not sat um, down before to think oh I'm gonna think about the world ending and what if we just dance the night away I hadn't sat you thought don't. about that idea and then written any words yeah yeah, no. yeah who'd want to choose well some people would choose to write about that but well it was also it's better if it sneaks up on you yeah it was also at the beginning of the pandemic when everything was shut down. Yeah. Like the line, Fox on the landing, cheetahs sleeping on the highway, you know, like, <laughs> all these weird things happening. Just like, yeah, felt, that felt came, like the world is ending, you know, it was it, just sort of the, the, the mood yeah, all around yeah. at the time. And then it came it from kinda, stories that were about like in Africa um, where the highways were shut down or where there just wasn't a lot of travel because of yeah. COVID. Um, well, you've got some connections with that somehow, right? Like some of your students, or what, what you were telling me some about. Well, I mean, that I do have a lot of students. I do have many students who are who are from Africa. But there were a lot of news reports coming out about wildlife, just being out on the highways, being in the tunnels, being on the landing strips at, they the, at the airport because okay. there was no traffic. So they yeah. just like went out. And, you know, cheetahs yeah. were laying on the highways <laughs> in yeah. Africa, and I was like. That's a really cool idea. I love the idea of nature taking over again, yeah. taking it back when we all recede. So what's fair game for songwriting material? Is there anything that is verboten or is it, you know, is it all fair game or that's part of the what inspires you question? Yes. You know, I try to stay away from things that are really, um, mm. I used to do more personal heartbreaky stuff. I stay away from that now just because I'm, I don't know, I'm just not where I'm at personally. So it's not off limits, but I just feel like I've outgrown that and I'm trying for more things that are universal, even okay. if it yeah. is heartbreaking, making it more like a, pieces of a story that everybody can relate to rather than, oh, that was based on this breakup that I had with this specific person. Like I feel like I'm moving more towards trying to write things that, maybe are a little more open-ended yeah. and anybody can kind of grab and like relate to. Um, I try to write about stuff that matters, but I try to do it in a way that's interesting and fun and not too heavy. Like yeah. A lot of times I am writing about the world. A lot of history you does do inspire me. You about, about girls that write about breakups and things. <laughs> yes. Rose Bowl Graveyard is a little bit about the mundaneness of pop music. And then there's that, yeah. <laughs> so I try to, personally, I'm trying not to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so You can't get too nerdy and esoteric either, though, with things, because you also want people to be able to understand it. Yeah, exactly. Make it relatable, for sure. Yeah. So any songs you all want to talk about, specifically, that the world cannot live without? Um, well, Abby tends to uh, write about things with historic relevance, like all the ladies is, I think, a good one. Okay. Some historical references, and then uh, made another plains. This is another okay, one yeah. we rock, recorded recently. That's one we recorded here with uh, Dustin Dua. Made another plains is based off of a story that took place in Iowa. Okay. Um, on a Indian or Native American yeah, reservation. Yeah, on the Meskwaki reservation. Yeah. Yeah, it's based on a true story. I just kind of adjusted the ending. Okay. I gave it a more righteous ending, less yeah. tragic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was definitely thinking about the missing and murdered indigenous women and the effort uh, to bring attention to that. And I thought, oh, I'll research maybe that has happened in Iowa and I can kind of get into the place and get a story out of it. And it took no time at all to find a story. 
a very sad story. Okay. So this is happy work. artistic revisionist history and it's, not in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly. It's um righteous. Yeah. Okay. Uh revisionist uh, historical fiction. Okay. Like that. All I right. Know. Sounds cool. Um, yeah. Another I mean, I think sometimes is a good example of a song that is not like that. Yeah. Where it is more like what I was it isn't something you have to have any references or get. There's not exactly a story. It is more of a roomy, open song about how we all feel when we're in relationships okay. and how long-term relationships kind of are. like. So that okay. one is an example of something that's really different. And I think it's good to mention because yeah. I don't always write about history. I am sometimes like that song I wrote for George. I was very inspired by us and thinking about love and how that works in the long term and the way that you do and don't always fulfill each other but like you have a really long time to kind of figure it out so that one's a different example or an example of something really different so do we let the world know that y'all are a couple (laughs) i probably just did yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) okay yeah so cool So this is as good a time as any to wrap up part one of the Big Begonias interview. So if you want to hear that song sometimes, be sure and check back in in two weeks for my next post. And in the meantime, here is all the ladies. When I look out at all the ladies To the rain under the burning sky Step over the line hung out to dry What will we do when the old country's gone away? What will we do when the old country's gone away? Bye.
interview and more songs. And until then, this is Sarah Seven saying peace be with y'all.